0: Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. Today I'm going to do my weekly podcast live on YouTube as a little experiment just to see how it goes. And I'm talking about general training and how to write a letter of complaint. I've spoken about this before and in the Members Academy, there are two main lessons on this. The first is all about getting the tone right, making sure that you're polite and explaining the problem properly. And then the second one is about more advanced language that you need. For example, reported speech and reporting verbs. So in the podcast today, I'm gonna go through 10 steps or 10 key elements to writing a letter of complaint. And I'm just going to show you a few things. First of all, if you haven't found my podcast yet, you can go onto the front page of my website, ieltsetc.com, and that gives you at least 12 different platforms where you can hear my podcast. So the main podcast is on anchor.fm, but of course, you can also get it on Apple Podcasts and, and lots of other ones. So let's start, let's have a look at this uh, template for writing a letter of complaint. Your complaint could be to somebody that you know. It could even be your neighbour, complaint about noise. Very often the complaint is about uh, your landlord writing to your landlord. So you have to imagine there's a problem like electricity or water, for example. But there's also a complaint about something you bought from a shop. Or even one recently where the bus service has uh, got worse. So I'm taking all of those into account and adapting the template so you can use it for any of those complaints. So the first step is always to decide if you know the person or If it's a complete uh, anonymous company, so you choose either dear sir or madam, or you imagine a name like dear Mr. Smith or Mrs. Smith, if you think you might know that person, like your landlord, for example. Second step is that you have to give a clear reason for writing. Sometimes you have to introduce yourself, not always. Um, You can start by saying, I'm writing in order to complain about something, or I'm writing regarding if you don't want the complaint to come too soon, or very formal, I'm writing to express my dissatisfaction with something when you introduce the complaint this is point number 3 you can start with something positive and that would give you a nice opportunity to use a linking word and past tenses so you could say i was extremely happy with the phone when i bought it full stop however comma i soon started experiencing a number of problems or when i first used the phone it seemed to be working fine so that's more advanced language. However, upon returning home, I noticed a small scratch on the screen. And there are other ways of expressing your dissatisfaction. For example, I am extremely dissatisfied or disappointed with the service or the goods that I received or bought. Point number four is when you start Making your complaint. So remember to use that listing um, vocabulary. So you can start with first of all, or firstly, or maybe the first problem, or the first complaint, or concern is, or the first thing I would like to draw your attention to is. So this makes it very clear to the reader what your problem is. But you might want to add something additional. So, for example, further complaints, you can start by saying secondly, or also, or in addition to this, furthermore, or uh, to make matters worse, which is a nice way of starting a new sentence. Or you can use that not only, but also structure. This is quite an advanced structure, so be careful with it because it often uses advanced um, vocabulary. Uh, no, sorry, I mean it also often uses inversion. So, you you want to say it was cold and it was noisy, but when you say not only, you say not only was it cold, So, there is a grammatical difficulty there, which is great because it's more complex, but you have to be sure and confident that you know what you're doing. Point number six, mentioning negative consequences. So, I'm afraid, unfortunately, and you can give a negative result. So unfortunately, the bus was late, which meant in the past tense that I missed my interview or um, with the phone, for example, that the camera is broken, which means that I can no longer take photos. So try to give a result of the problem to emphasize the inconvenience that it's causing you. You can also use adverbs like uh, eventually, so the bus eventually arrived, to emphasise the problem and the negative aspects. Now, number seven is something I wanted to focus on today. So, I've skimmed through the main points of the article of the letter, Um, but now I'd like to have a look at how you report what has been said, because this again involves some more complex grammar. So let's imagine, I'm going to change the slides here so you can see it, let's imagine that your landlord has promised to fix the electricity or the water but nothing has happened Now, in direct speech, of course, that would be I will fix the electricity tomorrow. You want to complain that your landlord has promised to do this, but they haven't actually done it, so you need to use reported speech. And there are lots of ways of doing this. The most simple would be to say you said, but remember the rules of reported speech, the tenses go back one tense. So instead of I will fix the electricity, you said you would fix the electricity. Now, those rules don't 100% apply when you're speaking. You don't always change the tense. But I think changing the tense is a good thing to do in IELTS to show that you know the rule and that you can use it. So, I will fix the electricity. You said you would fix the electricity. So, that is reported speech. There are some other aspects of reported speech which change. So, for example, if he says, I'll fix the electricity tomorrow, that word tomorrow changes. You said you would fix the electricity the next day. And I've got a whole list of those in the Members Academy um, where, for example, today changes to that day. I'll fix it today changes to he said he would fix it that day. Or if he says I already fixed it, I fixed it yesterday, he said he had fixed it the day before. These are small changes that you shouldn't worry too much about it. In in fast speech, we forget about it. We don't really use them. But again, it's good to show when you're writing. It would add to your point score. So changing tenses is one way. And let me just give you a few more examples. So if he says, I can't do anything about it, In reported speech, you said you couldn't do anything about it. And this, of course, would be followed by maybe, however, um, it's not a difficult problem. You said you couldn't do anything about it. However, I know that this is easy to fix, for example. Your landlord might say, I don't have any money at the moment to fix it. So you could say, you said that you didn't have any money. And again, you could change didn't or just simply use don't. You don't always have to put the tense back. Your landlord says, I'm too busy. So you said you were too busy. However, I know you've been on holiday for the last week because I've seen you, for example. Um, And then if it's already in the past tense, so he says, I fixed it, then you could change it to past perfect. You said you had already fixed it, but it's still not working. So these tense changes are something that you do need to review if you're going to report what somebody has promised you. But there are other ways. There are reporting verbs, and these have their own patterns too. So, if you're simply saying, you promised, then the pattern is, you promised to fix the electricity, and that pattern is simply the verb plus to plus infinitive. So, other words like offer, when you say, shall I fix it, you offered to fix it or I won't fix it, he refused to fix it. So, that's one pattern, but there are others. Um, you assured me that you would fix it. You assured me. Now, that is followed by that. And let's have a look. Sorry, let me just click down. So, um, there are other verbs which take that. So, for example, in direct speech, you say, Why don't you call a plumber? Well, he suggested that I call a plumber. I'll fix it myself. He insisted that he would fix it himself. Let's split the bill. He agreed that we should split the bill. Yes, it is my fault. He admitted that it was his fault. I don't have any money. He claimed that he didn't have any money. Don't worry, I'll fix it. He assured me that he would fix it. So you can see that if you're using that, you still need to change the tense to past simple. So I will fix it myself. He insisted that he would fix it himself. Now, if you're looking at those verbs and thinking, hang on a minute, that's not how I would say it. You're absolutely right. These verbs also take other forms like to and ing. So, suggest, for example, why don't you call a plumber? He suggested calling a plumber. Insist, I'll fix it myself. He insisted on fixing it himself. Those take ing. Agree, he agreed to fix it. Admit, he admitted uh having caused a problem, followed by ING. So, these are the other patterns that you need to know about. Let's have a quick look at ING. So, we talked about suggest plus ING, insist on fixing it, apologize for breaking it, denied breaking it, or he accused me of breaking it. And finally, when I said he accused me of breaking it, there's another pattern which takes me. So, he told me to fix it. He warned me not to touch it. He asked me to fix it myself or he begged me to fix it. So, those are the three patterns of reporting what somebody else has said. And there are lots of mistakes which are very common when you talk about what somebody said. So here, for example, he suggested me to fix it. We never put me after suggest. He suggested fixing it or he suggested that I should fix it myself. He said me to fix it? No, he told me to fix it. And finally, he told that he will fix it. No, he said that he would fix it himself. So you can see a lot of the traps that you can fall into when you're reporting what somebody has said. So I recommend you review all of those options. First of all, just what what changes in the tenses uh, when you say he said, then what reporting verbs you could use as options, like he promised to do it, he assured me that he would do it, and then learn a bit about the grammar that's involved with those options. So, that was my main point for today. It was about reporting verbs. So, that leaves us finally with three more things Number eight, you need to express your dissatisfaction. So, for example, I am very disappointed or I was very disappointed depending on the story that you're telling. I am not at all pleased, putting some emphasis there with the outcome or decision. Or I'm deeply unhappy about the way I was treated or the way I have been treated so that you're using the passive form and the present perfect, which makes your language more complex. Finally, one of the three bullet points you usually get is asking them to take action. So you have to be careful with your tone here and be careful about being really, really polite. Um, So when you demand action, you could put it as a suggestion. It's quite formal, but it sounds good. I suggest that you replace the item. So remember we said suggest it's quite a dangerous word. Be careful, just memorise this use. I suggest that you replace the item. Or I suggest that I be given a full refund. Quite formal there. If you want to be more careful, more polite, I would be grateful if you could give me a full refund or simply a request. I would like to request that you send me a replacement or simply I would like to request a replacement. I would ask you to fix the problem as a matter of... Of urgency. I would ask you to, very polite and formal. And be careful with this option to resolve the problem. I would appreciate it if you could fix it. So I would appreciate it if you could do something. Finally, you might need to give some kind of ultimatum, not a threat. Don't be too strong or harsh but you you need to say look if i if you can't fix this then i'm really sorry but i will have to do something else so ways of doing that could be unless the problem can be fixed so this is more neutral it's not unless you fix it it's it's avoiding saying you unless the problem fixed is, sorry, unless the problem can be fixed, we will be forced to, this is about an accommodation letter, we will be forced to find alternative accommodation, or we will be forced to contact the council, for example, the problem with your neighbor's dog, or It could be a a restaurant where you thought it was unhygienic. Uh, I will be forced to report you to the local authorities, for example. It might be something you feel you have to do. Finally, number 10 is all about ending the letter politely. So this could be a simple, I look forward to hearing from you or depending on the situation, I look forward to receiving a full refund or a replacement or an apology or your explanation. Or I look forward simply to hearing your reply. Look for, I look forward to your reply and a resolution to my problem. So those are the 10 steps or the template, of course, then you choose yours sincerely or yours faithfully, depending on if you know the person or not. If you're not sure, if you panic in the exam, it's absolutely fine to write best regards. That's formal, uh, friendly, polite, absolutely fine to do that. Okay, so What else? Just one thing left to practice is, let me just check. Sorry. Right. No, that's it. Um, But I wanted to talk to you about a challenge I'm going to be running from um, the 1st of January. You know, I love my challenges. Uh, This challenge is going to be taken from my new book, which is called uh, Fiona's Amazing. I was thinking about the name for it, Fiona's Amazing A to Z Book. So that spells fab. Fiona's Amazing A to Z Book of IELTS. And it will be the complete A to Z of IELTS. And my plan is to go live throughout January every day on YouTube to give you one. Aspect of IELTS that I think I can help you with. And I've got my list starting from A. I've actually got six things beginning with A, Uh, it includes articles and agriculture. And I'm going to work through those, giving you all the tips which are in my book, which I'm hoping will be ready uh, for publication in February. So do make sure that you subscribe to me on YouTube so you get notifications of uh, every time I go live or post a video. And hopefully my resolution is that I will try to come on here daily as long as the tech works. Um, I'm about to say bye. The executive, I can see you're here. Thank you very much for waving. Uh, Lovely to see you. I know who you are. (laughs) Um, This was a bit of an experiment today. uh, And I hope I will see you again. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. And I will see you again starting on January the 1st with the A to Z IELTS Challenge. Bye-bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye.